Hi, I'm Katie Page. And I'm Paul Ashton. And we made a comedy feature film called This Isn't Funny that Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro helped us produce. Along with us, it stars Anthony LaPaglia, Eddie Gafegi, Mimi Rogers, David Pasquese, Chia Caridis, and Danielle Pennebaker. And it features some hilarious stand-up comedy from Beth Stelling, Ahmed Barucha, Will Weldon... And Katie. And you can stream the film right now in the U.S. store of iTunes, on Google Play, and at Amazon. And if you like it, please tell your friends. Share it and rate it. Thanks so much, guys. Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! It is really hard not to sing along with this. <laughs> it is super hard. Hello, Steven Universe fans, and welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Steven Universe After Show. We are covering episodes 72 and 73, Back to the Barn and Too Far, and the short Hot Dog Duffel Bag. Before we get started, I'm going to let my wonderful hosts introduce themselves. I, I'm Emma Biden. <laughs> As we crying to all. I was, I, you know, I was just going to let Elena go first, but I guess I'll just jump right in there. I'm Emma Fife. <laughs> uh, you can follow me all over the internet to at Emma Fife, which is my name. So I like to keep it simple. <laughs> I am Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan. I also appreciate the simple things. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiajay because I make things super complicated. Uh, we're also checking the hashtag ABTVSU and we are going to have the live chat up on the monitor so if you have anything fun to say, any questions, anything you'd like to discuss, uh, throw them in the hashtag or in the live chat and we will talk about them. What did you think of these episodes you guys? Listen there was a lot of home world building and I am into that is basically what I'm going to say about that <laughs> I mean, and I thought that the two episodes that we had went very well together. And it, I mean, it was certainly a lot about character development on the part of Peridot and yeah. her sort of beginning to integrate herself into the gem group. How do I earth? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and it was, yeah, I liked her misunderstandings of human culture and humor and it was it was cute. I like I, I've got a little soft spot for a little teeny tiny paradox. She's so <laughs> tight like taking away the lemon enhancers has yeah. just made her this tiny little thing and you can't help but love her. Yeah. It's like, oh she's a puppy now. Yeah. She's so small <laughs> and angry. She is she's a tiny angry Dorito. Mm-hmm. I loved both of these episodes. I do love that it felt almost like one big episode mm-hmm. when yeah. you watch them kind of together, too, because it is so seamless, and we get to see... I'm excited to see more. I oh, wish yeah. that there wasn't that little hiatus in between. But the hiatus <laughs> is killing me, because getting these two episodes and then waiting, I've rewatched them again today, and as much as I love them, there is not enough Steven. Like, we had these very right. paradox-heavy episodes that were, this is all the stuff you wanted to know about Homeworld. Yes, pearls are made to order. Yes, this. Yes, that. Congratulations. Your fan theories are confirmed, and Holy cow, fan theories really know what they're talking about. <laughs> Dang, you guys. Dang. But we didn't have a lot of Steven. And going into hiatus, I'm kind of sad that that's what we were left with, is these episodes where it's like, no, I want more of the small child telling me that it's just a drill and making yeah. this really terrible fun. Like, that. yes, that. Yeah, I mean, it is true that, you know, certainly these episodes were not particularly focused on Steven, and indeed a good portion of the uh, the second episode uh, was Peridot trying to figure out what Steven was, which was very entertaining. <laughs> and wanting Senpai to notice her. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and, uh, but I don't know, I, this is the thing, is I like that Steven universe, even though ultimately it is about Steven, there is a lot of focus on the adult characters and even when it's not about Steven a good portion of the episode is still about how he relates to the adults quote unquote yeah. in his life yeah 
I really like that it also had the interactions with these characters that are based on them realizing things that they didn't even know mm-hmm. about themselves and kind of really highlighting that when we have yes. the Stephen Heavy episodes. It's not really the case. Yeah. So I like that it was able to kind of put this empowering message yeah. of be true to yourself and love yourself for who you are and keep working to be better and that's amazing without being too hit you over the head with yeah. that. Believe in I'm, I'm just missing. Yes. Yeah. I'm just missing Stephen going into hiatus. That's all. <laughs> yeah. It's like no needs more Stephen to tide me over. Yeah. No. I so agree. I think that's why they gave us hot dog duffel bag. Yes. Which was which was 100 uh, percent Stephen. Let's let's knock that one out because and, that short was adorable and just so Stephen. You know, like I, that's the thing is I I feel like within the reality of this universe you would believe that. Steven would be influenced by the kind of stuff that he was seeing on the internet. So, of course, he's doing unboxing videos. And I love that the star transition is like, no, that's totally something his camera can do. Or, no, he put that in in post. Right, like, right. Because there's post for this video. Of course there is. Listen, Steven put a lot of work into this. He really did. <laughs> and just, it's, the postman's name is Jamie, right? I, I believe so, Yeah. Jamie asking for a copy oh, yeah, for, for his, his reel. reel. That was amazing. It's <laughs> like, you are way too L.A. for Beach City. I also loved when the... I, I assume... We never really saw it on camera, but I assume it was a squid kind of monster that Probably. they were fighting because it shot ink, and you kind of associate that with squids, or it shot an inky, tarry kind of substance. Uh, <laughs> Slime I, resistance. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. So, little, I liked the, the little details that went into it and and it was very characteristic of Steven I felt because there was a lot of bad things going on in the background and yet Steven just was being positive every putting a positive spin on everything which which is what we've come to expect oh, of yeah. him yeah <laughs> and lion going after the box I really appreciated because I have a cat and if there's a box it's hers <laughs> regardless of what's in it or where it is it's it's hers yep Yep. If I fits, it sits. Then it's just the exactly the internet cat meme rule. <laughs> and if it doesn't fits, we drag it all over the house at two in the morning. And make it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I love my cat. <laughs> but yeah, that. Do we have anything else to say about the short or just tiny, adorable, very Stephen? Tiny, adorable, very Stephen, and um, I like to see Lion exhibiting cat behavior. <laughs> Lion being a very large yeah. cat. I like it just when, like, yeah. I like it when cats cat yeah. around, you know? Well, you've seen, like, the <laughs> videos of lions cats. in real life playing with soccer balls and whatnot. They really are just very big cats, mm-hmm. so... And it's what does the internet love more than cats? And t- he's crushing it. He knows. Mm, it's true. <laughs> mm. And it was a nice compliment to the episodes, I think, too, because, like we mentioned, that didn't have a lot of... Yeah, per se. I mean, yeah. he threw yeah. his little one-liners in, but yeah, exactly. It's like this. This is what happens between missions and between episodes. We get <laughs> unboxing videos, and I'm <laughs> fairly certain that this was probably shown on their version of whatever at midnight is. <laughs> like, what kind of monster do you think they were fighting back yeah. there? Or something <laughs> like you know, this went viral. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that show. Is the at, <laughs> the midnight, at midnight of the Steven, Steven Universe? Universe. universe. Yep. <laughs> I would watch that TV program. I would absolutely watch it. <laughs> One of the gems winds up as a contestant. Yeah. Oh boy, here oh we go. God, I wonder oh. what their universe as Chris Hardwick is like. <laughs> I'd have liked Jamie. I would have liked <laughs> um, We do have one comment uh, on the hashtag uh, from at Tiger Version X, uh, a dear, oh, dear friend of yeah. ours from uh, the Transformers After Show, uh, says, I wasn't sure about Peridot, but now I basically want the team to expand with her in Lapis. Now, N-A-O-O-O-W. <laughs> I'm a little worried about Peridot's chances of overall survival for the season, right, just right. because she's not in the theme. This is true. I uh, mean, they might redraw it later and have her in there, and yay, but I'm, I'm looking at a face heel turn yeah. or a heroic sacrifice. Yeah. Because I'm that person. <laughs> if you've seen me on the other shows, I'm sitting here going, oh yeah, they're going to die, and they're going to die, and they're going to die. I'm I'm that person. Yeah, but again, I don't think that that's outside the realm of possibility, given oh, the history no. of this show. <laughs> and aside from Rose, we haven't had an actual character death here. That is We've true. We've just had some poofing, and that that's traumatic enough. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, yep. So let's talk traumatic a little bit more poof. about band traumatic band name I poofing. It. Traumatic poof. <laughs> that's, my, that's the name of my Nine Inch Nails cover band. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> 
So we start off back to the barn with learning about the cluster and the little <laughs> that, apocalypse diagram. Okay. So first of all, we talked about this on the last episode. So the cluster basically is Unicron. Yeah. Basically. The cluster is Unicron, you guys. Um, and uh, But I loved when... Number one, Peridot was explaining it, thus confirming exactly what we had discussed previously. And hitting poor Steven <laughs> with a fly swatter. Yes. Oh, I loved that. And I loved when Steven punched through with the puppet. Yes. And she's like, what does it look like? That? I'm changing my band name to Cluster Puppet. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was just an awesome part where. <laughs> It's a it still doesn't a look like that. Mm-hmm. Well, and we had that parallel a little later with, oh, Stephen, it's a lovely drawing, but it's not going to look like I that. Know, yeah. It's like your artistic skills are being maligned, honey. I know, I know, but it was it was nice too. I thought to see that juxtaposition between the way that Peridot interacts, who hasn't developed any human tact. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas Pearl has has spent a lot of time on Earth, and so she she has those kind mm-hmm. of social graces. Whereas Peridot's just like, "What are you doing? That's weird." And Pearl's like, "Uh, nope, not quite, honey, but good try." <laughs> <laughs> An attempt was made. Yeah, She's like, it's not it's not perfect, but I've learned to accept that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the going back to the barn for one, isn't this only the second time we've seen it? And we still uh, have- yes. No idea why it has all these robotics in no, it. Yeah. Greg has a barn. Yep. That's what I've been missing from these episodes. Where's Greg? I know. Well, we had a lot know. of, oh, dad taught me a lot of stuff. Well, let's talk to this dad and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is true. We've had a lot of mentions of Greg lately, but he hasn't really been in it so much, which is a shame. <laughs> I'm a really big Greg fan, so I'm yeah. like, no, I need Greg and Peridot. Like, yeah. didn't you try to kidnap my son once? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm definitely waiting for the Greg Peridot episode. <laughs> because it will be a thing of wonder and beauty. And the the big deal about this episode is Pearl and the reveals that we get that they're little made-to-order <sighs> shiny yeah. bobbles that are just oh. meant to be little pretty servants. And so fandom was 100% on the nose for this one. Yeah. I was really impressed that it's like, congratulations, fans. Your theories are confirmed. Well done. Yeah. I, you know, I always like the plot line of the sort of basic model, if you will, rising beyond what it was actually intended for. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's something that, that uh, just because, you know, been doing the Rebels show and been revisiting Clone Wars, it's kind of something that we see in that as well, where, you know, in Clone Wars in particular, and now that the clones have come back in Rebels, it's like we see that you have these people that were made specifically for one task. You know, in the case of, like, a Pearl character, apparently it's to stand around and look pretty and hold your stuff. Um, <laughs> Which, it's got to suck for your lot in life. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and so, and, you know, in with the case of the clones and the rebels and the whole Star Wars universe is that it's, you know, they got rid of their chips, they rose above their directive, and now they're leading lives of free will. Ultimately, they are still soldiers. And, you know, in the case of Pearl, she's really overcome simply being an accessory. And this is really against everything on Homeworld, and that's I think that's why we needed Peridot for this, was mm. here's all your information on Homeworld. Here's all your more than implications. Like, here's how society works on Homeworld, and here's how someone who's been socialized in this very caste-based, very regimented society is suddenly on Earth going, I don't understand what is happening. Yeah. And also seeing why these individual characters are unique versus Homeworld. We see that in both episodes, Mm -hmm. is that you know, whether they call it defective or, you know, just a a difference, it shows that they are unique, which then makes them even more special within our universe that is here on Earth, just seeing them instead of seeing all of them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, And it's going to be horrific, but I really want to see Homeworld Pearls now. Yeah, that will be so bad. That is going to haunt your nightmares, though. They're just going to be, you know, kind of soulless little servants. Is there anything else I can get you, Yellow Diamond? Yeah, I, I, I imagine that they are kind of drones. Yeah, but like 
a little in a, soulless. A little yeah. in, in, soulless. in a in a kind of just pretty vapid, yeah. pseudo sexy way. <laughs> Well, I'm fairly certain that's somebody's fetish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I want it, but it's going to be bad. I have to say, I thought that your favorite part of this episode would be giant robots fighting. Oh, no, it was absolutely my favorite part of the episode. And I also loved, I don't know if any of you guys felt this way, I felt like the suit that Pearl was wearing during the robot battle kind of reminded me of a plug suit from Evangelion. Well, this we've had how many years of fighting robots since Gundam and possibly before I that? Know. We're working with like 50, 60 years of if you have giant robots, they fight. Yeah. So, Steven, and we're doing yes. the Olympics so that the giant robots shouldn't fight. Yeah. Like, oh, honey. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I loved the I loved the whole uh, giant robot plot of this. Why not? I love giant robots. Oh, yeah. It's just a known fact. And uh, the designs of the robots pretty much being an extension of their personality. Yes, yes I loved and, that Pearl's had the traffic cone nose. I just, loved that when they were competing for speed and both hit the tree, that the yes, tree got a point. I, I was like, yes. Did you notice the tree had more than one point in the final standings? Yeah. yeah. That's, and a lot of it was, sub- too much of it was subjective by that point. A subjective but. one. Subjective had the yeah, most points. That, that was end. great. And that was, and I loved that that was in reference to the paintings that they did of Amethyst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I just, I, I love how quickly at the beginning Stephen went from we can all get along to you should build giant robots. Yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> like, wow. I was going to say, and another one of my favorite moments in that too was when, uh, was when Garnet and Amethyst showed up and they had already started making the robots and Amethyst is like, are we working on the drill? And he's like, no, we're making robots. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay. It's how I imagine any of us would talk in that scenario. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, just, just the fact that they went along with it, like, oh, okay, Steven's doing a thing and everyone's involved. All right, popcorn <laughs> dot gif. Let's do this. Yeah, I loved it. And then them finally fighting and Pearl punching Peridot in the face. I know, just... yeah. We actually, uh, K-Bits in the chat, I believe it was, uh, made a comment about Pearl punching Peridot in the face and how and it was it amazing. Awesome. <laughs> all in caps. Yes, well, that, yes, that is an all in caps yep, moment. Because it was. that's very much the assertion of I'm not, I am just a Pearl, but I'm me and I am yeah. better than this and better than you. Well, and I mean, that was ultimately the the lesson of this whole episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was, you know, in the end, it was about how even though in the battle Peridot arguably won. I think there's a lot of arguably about that. That that was one very wrecked robot. Yeah. Okay, so Peridot won. Peridot clearly won. But it was was about her learning that just because you are the strongest, you know, physically and you technically win doesn't mean that you're going to earn people's respect. Yeah. We, We also got the winning isn't everything moral. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that she flat out says, I won. What about the rules? Yeah! Welcome to Earth. No, that was great. I was like, yep, that's about right. That's right. I didn't think anyone could deliver that line better than Will Smith. (laughs) And then... So good. So good. Because that's just one of those moments of Peridot sitting there going, huh. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we're at Homeworld well, anymore, Toto. And, I mean, and, you know, we talked about how there's there's a lack of Steven in this episode, but I actually thought Steven's final moments in this mm-hmm. episode were really, really good when he was explaining to Peridot when Peridot was mad, saying, she's just a pearl. Why are you all... She's nothing. Why are you all listening to her? And Steven, you know, kind of reiterates the fact that she... Sure, she is a pearl, and she's not meant to do these things, but she taught herself to fight, and she mm-hmm. taught herself to build stuff. And, and she works every day to be better than she is. And that's not common. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like, you're yeah, it is. Yes, Steven. it is. <laughs> you're amazing. You just want to hug him. I know. It's <laughs> the best. Yeah. yeah. that for being packed in, what is that, 12 minutes? Yeah. There's a That's lot. a big message in 12 minutes. Yeah. The series is particularly good at that. It's like, oh, no, you know, we only have 12, 15 minutes for this. Let's make you feel like you watched an hour's worth of content. (laughs) But not in the draggy, my pacing is awful way. But the, yeah, 
yeah, we, yeah. we put a heck of a lot in here. Now go unpack that, and we'll yeah. see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to address, so KBits in the chat says, um, Peridot is a little lonely, I think, and I, mm-hmm. and I think that you're right. But I also think that Peridot doesn't understand enough about human emotion to realize that she's lonely. Yeah. yeah. And she's also probably in a lot of culture shock. Oh, Nobody's yeah. acting oh. how they're supposed to. Right. The one who's in charge shouldn't be in charge. Right, exactly. Really, really not understanding the whole fusion thing. Yeah. And, that's, and again, also not understanding emotion. Yep. Which has a lot of really heavy, messed up implications yep. for homeworld. Yeah. Like... How do you live in this society? Well, and speaking of messed up implications, uh, Andrew Fedge, uh, which is at Tiger Version X in the chat, says, Katie, are you suggesting, on the Twitter hashtag rather, says, Katie, are you suggesting pearls are Borg? <laughs> that I'm could actually be... suggesting that pearls are oyster snot. Um, <laughs> the, hey, they're made in oysters, you guys. This, this was in real life. Come on. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. You know how no, pearls are made. No, we know how yeah, pearls are made. And the fun thing is, you can kind of tie this back. In real life, pearls are straight up manufactured. They are. You don't manufacture a lot of gems, but you can walk to the local mall, find a Nahoku store, and be like, we're going to sell you the oyster so you can open your own little pearl. Isn't that great? Right, it's and like, it's like, oh. No, I don't want to buy an oyster. What the heck is this? Yeah, yeah. I've this done it. special. Yeah. You've done it? I've <laughs> done it a few times. I've done it a couple what do you times. do with the pearl? You make it into a make necklace or a ring nah. or ear- yeah, you can make it into stuff. I I'm from Alabama, so we would vacation in Panama City and that was like the <laughs> oh, highlight. Yeah. That was like a big uh, thing to do. <laughs> they had it at every store, which you could it. just go and get a pearl, so we did. <laughs> It never held my stuff, though, so I feel <laughs> betrayed. Seriously. Yeah, you got a little shorted on the uh, personal pearls thing. Okay. Fun real-life parallels. <laughs> let's, uh, let's swing into the next episode, Too Far, mm-hmm. which is kind of an interesting title because you can pull it two or three different ways. Yeah. But in much the same way, we went back to the barn, and this one, where I keep calling it the graveyard. It's it, it reminds me of the Keyblade graveyard, and it's not the kindergarten. It's the kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the Keyblade graveyard. It's yeah. just this little slice of rocky hell, and yeah. nothing good ever happens there. No, it's awful. Like, yeah. People die there. It's 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 great. No. Yeah. People that... die there. It's great. <laughs> And all the Kingdom Hearts fans in the audience are like, I never thought of that, and now I can't unsee it. You're welcome. Yeah. So, Peridot has gotten... She's basically keeping Star Trek captain's logs in this little handheld tape recorder she's got. It was so great. I I particularly love love running out of ways to say Claude. Yes. (laughs) I just love that they were like, why did you even give her this? And I know, yeah. It seems like, you know, she doesn't have anything. We can just let her talk to herself. Right, so right, maybe right. she won't talk to us right. so much. <laughs> That's how like, I thought. Oh, we feel she bad just... for taking her equipment because she was obviously very attached to her logs right, and to right. documenting everything. So it's not the same, but we're trying. Here you go. So yep. she's keeping track of the. I, I have to say this stood out to me, and it's just two little throwaway lines from Garnet. Her coming in and saying, I chased away the cows, let's get to work. (laughs) There were cows at this barn? Yeah, I know. Like, Greg owns livestock, and he lives in a van. I'm really (laughs) confused as to how this world works. Listen, when you're Mr. Universe, you can just do anything. I'm just, you know. Except have self-confidence. I know, well, you know. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not. Tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. No. She's giving me the sad face. Like, why would you say it's that? Because it's yeah. true. Because it's Because it's so sad. Yeah. true. <laughs> I just want to have a talk like Peridot Day. I know. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that just be amazing? What just... I love about that is that butts are universal. Oh, yeah. that was so we hilarious. Have <laughs> sponges and vision spears and touch stumps, but that's your butt. Yep. <laughs> And in that moment, I swear we were all five years old. Yep. <laughs> Cranial covers off to you, Peridot. Oh! Uh, <laughs> just lots of you. They won't get any better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jokes won't get any better song. You're welcome. <laughs> That's okay. We know why we're here. <laughs> Roaming gangs of cows, says Andrew Fidge. It's Steven Universe, who takes oh. care of the cows. 
they're feral. They're, they're they're feral cows at this point. Who knows? Maybe yeah. Maybe he rents maybe the land it. to someone who owns the cows. That's legit. Yeah, that makes sense. I will say again, being from Alabama, I've encountered many a wild cow. Oh, what, just wild cows. <laughs> yep. They just roam the woods, and you go tubing down the Cahaba River, and you just watch for cows. And they're just in the river. You can get away from them. Are these like people's escaped a... cows, or these are just naturally yeah, occurring these are in just nature? Chill in the woods, cows. That's just their home. Wow. That is the most Alabama thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> so I feel like I, I connect with you, Steven Universe. I understand having to chase off the cows to get mm-hmm. some work done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be it building a drill to save the world from the cluster or just trying to get yeah. down the river. The struggles are the same. <laughs> Did you ever run into a cow in the river? Like, yeah. What happens when that occurs? They You avoid the cow. You don't want to smack into them. They're hot. They're just chilling in the river. That's how you see them. <laughs> oh no, Captain Cows did it! They have no other reason to interact with people. They just also want to be in the river. That makes me super happy. <laughs> anyway, feral cows. It's, it's. I learned something new. It's a good. You're night. welcome, chat. Thanks We're paying us. attention. Thanks. Hashtag, Hashtag chilling cows says Ginger Flair. Nice. <laughs> So that and the only reason I bring that up is because later on when everything's broken, Garnet just goes, I blame the cows. I know. Like, okay. This, the noodle incident has come back around. Listen, <laughs> as we have just learned from Elena, cows can cause some damage. A ruckus. So. A ruckus. Okay. <laughs> you gotta watch out. And we learned that Peridot is super bad with metaphor. Uh, yep, oh. she is real bad. I just, I love characters that don't know how to people. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite tropes. That's, that's why I've been loving Minority Report, because our main character does not know how to society, does not know how to society, and doesn't know how to people. Right. And Peridot's a very extreme version of this. Right, in that she doesn't understand metaphors at all. She doesn't understand She doesn't know how to earth. Yeah. <laughs> but just the whole, you're killing me thing. I am not. That would violate our truce agreement. That was amazing. <laughs> no, 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 honey. honey. Yeah. It's okay. I really enjoyed that a lot. I also enjoyed, you, you know, so the last episode was, was Peridot starting to have a little bit of an, I hesitate to say understanding of, but in the end. It's the beginning it's, of an epiphany. It, yeah. She starts to connect with Pearl in that, okay, I admit that you can build stuff as well as I do. So we're going to work on this drill together. Yeah. And this episode was about her kind of latching on to Amethyst and having more of an understanding with her. And well, I, she thinks that Amethyst should be the HBIC, she according does. to uh, Homeworld rules. She does, yeah. But I, I liked, too, because somebody brought it up in the chat earlier. I apologize uh, oh, for yeah. not remembering whose name it was. That, you know, this is going back to the idea that Peridot is a little bit lonely, though she doesn't really, she doesn't understand human enough to recognize that that's the emotion that she's experiencing. So, you know, she latched on to Steven in the When It Rains episode. In a way, she connected with Pearl in the last episode, and now in this episode, she's really latching on to Amethyst. I, she's going for people who are showing her empathy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Except for Pearl, which was, impress me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, and Amethyst interacting with her is definitely giving her grief, but she's not, like, tying her to a fence post or anything. No, no. <laughs> that was a beautiful social well, faux pas, and, by the way. Well, and honestly, you know, Amethyst was, in her very Amethyst-like way, expressing some affection towards Peridot earlier oh, yeah. in the episode when she was asking her to name all of her body parts mm-hmm. with the weird homeworld names for them. And then, in the end, she's like, you're so funny, and, it's like, what and is Peridot's like, what is, what is that? And then, you know, I think she comes to start to recognize that that is a good thing, and hence the, you know, connection that she makes with Amethyst in, in this episode. It's behavior that gets approval, right. and she mm-hmm. wants approval. Yeah, she's so definitely like, and I, I'm going to do more of it because it makes her laugh, and that's good, right? Yeah. Notice me, senpai! <laughs> I love that it shows, even though she doesn't know the name for these emotions, because she doesn't really know the name for right. anything, and she's nev- she lives in a world that is apparently full of very vapid... Emotionless! Emotionless creatures. So she hasn't had to really register these things, but she still has a sense of what feels small and yeah. what feels big. Yeah. And having it kind of set up where, even though she can't fully place what it is, she's starting to grasp... 
I've never sat and thought about yeah these things and yeah. it's it was just portrayed in a really really cool way yeah I I honestly think the only emotion she's really had to deal with on Homeworld are anxiety and gloating things are going <laughs> bad and things are going well so it sucks to be you yeah and that's it so getting into the full spectrum and experiencing it with Steven who is genetically impossible but somehow <laughs> still there yeah. and these three the island of misfit toys essentially yeah is a new experience and I think I think it's also good for kids because mm-hmm. again we bring it back this is a kids program this is right. that's not meant to be derivative but that no. is the um age range that they're targeting right and just giving kids the tools to say, no, I want to do this. No, I want to be like Pearl. I want to be more than this. Or mm-hmm. I kind of felt like Amethyst did when Peridot was telling her these things. Or I feel like Peridot right now. I don't feel mm-hmm. good. Right. Well, and I, and the, you know, this is something that we talked about on the last episode and something that, you know, Steven Universe does really well is dealing with these characters who are who the you know their circumstances or their parents in the case of a character like Connie are trying to pigeonhole them into being one thing and what happens in Steven Universe more often than not is that they don't become those things that yeah. society expects them to be or that their parents expect them to be and that is a really really good lesson to teach kids which mm-hmm. is you know it is you don't have to be what people expect you to be and and yeah. whether and whether that is not living up to unrealistic expectations of perfection or being more than people are saying you can be either way it's good and understanding that what other people expect you to be or what society expects you to be because of what you are as opposed to who you who are, you are. Mm-hmm. is not always going to work yeah. for you. And it's okay to yeah. go off of who you are instead of your position, your whatever. Yeah. yeah. You are one of whatever demographic. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you acting like that? Instead of you are an individual, don't be defined by anything yeah. exactly. besides who you are. And it's... I love, too, you know, that they have these different lessons that are kind of circumvented because you think about even with teaching emotions to Mm -hmm. kids is they have the chart of I feel happy, I feel sad, I feel this, and they're learning to name the emotions, kind of like Peridot is having to learn how to name these emotions, but without hitting you over the head with it, Right. this cartoon is able to say, see, this is relatable. Yeah, absolutely. And you're okay if you have hiccups, if you mess up, if you slip, if you fall. Everybody mm. does. Yeah. Pick yourself up and try to be nicer. Yeah, I well, agree. And this also gives them a way to talk about it when they don't know that weird feeling between happy and sad or that feeling when they don't know a word for guilty or a word for ashamed or a word right. for anything like that. They can say, you remember this part of the episode mm-hmm. when this happened? That's what I'm feeling like right mm-hmm. now. Well, even as an adult, you have those moments where you're like, I can't quite place what I'm feeling, but I feel small. My emotions, what are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of a nice reminder, too, just as an adult to go and watch this and also feel touched and inspired by it and then say, oh, yeah, that's a reminder that we tell kids. That's also true as an an adult. Yeah. That sometimes you won't place exactly what you're feeling, but that's okay. Well, and, you know, the the lesson of this episode in particular, I felt, was that, you know, Peridot's thing was everybody, all of you guys are defective. You're all defective. Yeah. None of you are, are behaving the way you should be. This is not the natural order of things. And really rubbing it into Amethyst's face without I knowing know. it. And she really hurt Amethyst's feelings. But it's funny, right? This sort of thing is funny. And maybe teaching kids that what you, you think is funny... Not always so much. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think that Pearl, that uh, Peridot, rather, is is starting to have to deal with the idea of empathy. Mm-hmm. Well, she's also a very young gem. If yeah. you notice, she only had one previous form, and that's what she was running around in. So yeah. she's very much into the rules that she's learned, the society mm-hmm. that shaped her. Everything is this way. Mm-hmm. She's like... 12 yeah. in the middle of this and this is a teenager and two adults essentially yeah. who are going <laughs> honey no yeah well and, and I, I loved her apology at the end of the episode just a little recorded apology yeah so that, I was so it was so sweet to me that she had 
recorded it because again this is going back to how it can be difficult to express your emotions yeah. and so you know at this point the most meaningful relationship Peridot has with anyone or anything in her current circumstances is this tape recorder so that was a safe space for her to express her emotions which she then was able to share with Amethyst the phrase that I wrote down from that is I don't understand I want to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets that she doesn't know how to people right now, but she really, really wants to overcome that. And yeah. that's just like, yes, let me love you. Yeah. That's probably why she's going to die. Aww. Like I said, I'm that person. But it's like, you're getting really good character development, you're not in the theme, and yeah. I do just love that final moment oh, with Steven. So where good. He's, how do you feel? And then just the pause. Big. Yeah. Especially oh, for right her. In the which she is. She's so miniature. She's, she's like Steven's height. Yes. Steven is not but, big. But again, you know, this is this is her. This is using big as a parallel for. It's not literally big. It's like I did something that was difficult for me to do. And it felt really good. It's a good emotion. I can't place what it is. Yeah. But I yeah. know that it's in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well written. Just, oh. Yeah. And I feel like her voice actor just had an absolute field day. Oh, yeah. Recording for her with the screaming and all the little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, she's still a tiny demon in some ways, you know? Like, I love her. She's she's an angry little Dorito, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, old dab, old uh, habits die hard, but we're getting there. <laughs> Do we have any uh, final thoughts on these episodes? Um, be be more than your society dictates you're supposed to be. That's my final yeah. thought. <laughs> I like that. Thank I you. like that. Thanks. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Just straight up Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if we're going to get an episode with Peridot and Garnet. That, because mean, the fusion yes, thing is going to yeah. be the hardest for Peridot to overcome. Yes. Can you unfuse? You're making me really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the big thing that she doesn't get. She's called her a war machine before. She's, mm-hmm. And we know that this is a very big deal and therefore a very touchy subject for yeah. Garnet. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to see how that goes down, but I feel like that's going to be their own private apocalypse. Yeah. Oh. So Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that might be a down-the-line yeah, kind of episode. Because, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we, we basically have had three episodes in a row now of, Ameth- of uh, uh, Amethyst and, and Peridot uh, bonding being the most recent, and then Pearl and Peridot, and before that it was Steven and Peridot. So, like, Next, sequentially, it should be Garnet and Peridot, but I think that that's a hurdle that's going to be much more difficult to overcome, as you say, Katie. Yeah. And I think that's going to be one that they give us a lot more backstory with, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be one that is probably going to be pretty extensive within itself. Yeah, I Well, agree. I mean, we, we know the basics. We know that fusions are used for combat, and if you kind of look at the Jasper way of looking at things, it's a way for weak gems to be stronger. Mm-hmm. And that's all they see it as is a combat technique. So for someone to stay fused, just, oh, well, they love each other, and it's a relationship. Yeah. And for her to... We, we don't know how or why they left Homeworld. We don't know exactly know. how those events shook out. And I get the feeling that's going to be Rose's scabbard levels of trauma when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah. So we'll see. I think we're all just kind of silent going... Yeah, thinking about... Contemplating our eventual <laughs> demise you from know, this feelings. Is, but this is the thing, is that I, I think the reason that Steven Universe is so successful as a series and why, you know, as a viewer, I love it so much and I feel so attached to the characters is, I mean, number one, the characters are all extremely well-written. They're all very complicated, but they're also so not immortal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're, 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 they're very... They're intrinsically flawed. Yeah. Yes. Which and, makes them more... And the stakes are always very high. Yeah. Like, you... You know that any of them could suffer major trauma at any point. You know, 
none of them just get to live happy, simple little lives. Well, and I mean, you look at some of the episode titles for this, and the last episode of the t- of the season is called "Last One Out of Beach City." So it's just like, Ooh, okay, la- like last a... last season we had war, and this season we have Unicron, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> how are we gonna top this? Don't know. No idea. Don't know. And I had a viewer, this was like three weeks ago, so I honestly do not remember who it is. Once we learned about what pearls were made mm-hmm. for, who wanted to talk about Rose and Pearl's relationship with that light on it? And I think, I can't remember if it was her or if it was a Tumblr post or something, but mm-hmm. someone posited that it had to have been really uncomfortable for Rose. Like, there's no way she didn't know that Pearl was head over heels in love with her. Oh, absolutely. But there's also, Pearl will follow her to the ends of the earth, Pearl is devoted, and there's no way that relationship's ever going to be equal. Because Rose Quartz may or may not have been a diamond, we're not sure yet, but that's another very pervasive theory. And Pearl is a Pearl who is still learning to be more than just a Pearl. Mm Mm-hmm under Rose Quartz's care. Yeah. So that's that's one of those relationships where it's like, yeah, but also no. I know. There's there's Ugh. no way for that to be a healthy relationship. No, the unfortunately. The power is just wrong. Yeah, it, it never could have been, but it's so interesting. <laughs> it really is so interesting, but it's also just like, <sighs> yeah, I'm suddenly super not okay. <laughs> yeah, and you just... I don't I think with the revelation of Pearl being what she is, it just adds another layer of sad to that relationship, you know what I mean? We, we and we wonder why she has enough issues to form a subscription. Right. Like, all yeah. of that. Yeah. That being said, I love that, you know, she is this character who's who has taught herself and has become more than the accessory that That's she's true. supposed to be. But yeah, that ah uh, oh, that would be I I'm like trying to find a parallel in real life. I don't have one. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I saw but it, Well, I'm just thinking it just makes this episode I think so much more again high stakes, but for her because this is so again on oh, for Pearl world. when she's having the, the yeah, robot if, battle with Peridot. Yeah, because. That's unheard of. Like, imagine yeah. if they were Homeworld, a Pearl being like, let me prove that I'm as good as you, if not better. That's They'd true. They'd be like, what? This one is broken. Right. <laughs> well, and that's also Peridot taking everything that Pearl was trying to get away from and shoving it in, in her, her face. face. Yeah. Mercilessly. Yeah. Without Rose Quartz there to be like, no. Yeah. Yeah. But it shows that whole level of, again, feeling whole and feeling broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, it's... Yeah. Something that in a different environment they would say that's wrong. Yeah. That then she's saying here that's more defending herself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And making herself even more unique and more a diamond in the rough instead <laughs> of a pearl. <laughs> a lowly piece of sand. I just made love pretty. I just love pearl so much. Somebody, one of my friends asked me. He was like, "So which of the crystal gems are you?" I was like, "I like to think of myself as equal parts." Pearl and Garnet, which probably just means that I'm 100% Pearl who wants to be Garnet. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I I very much admire Square Mom, but let's be real, I am Bird Mom. That just way too... Mm-hmm. to not me. Mm-hmm. I just want more Garnet, because I just want to listen to that voice. I know, right? Just every second of my Dang. life. She is wonderful. I know. Just like, yes... Please keep talking. Yeah. You want to read the phone book? Yeah. I'm like, can somebody just cut together every single line of just Garnet? And I can just listen to it. I'm sure someone has. I'm sure someone has, too. I totally agree. Probably. Help me out, interwebs. Thing. Um, Tweet at me. Hey, guys. We have a lot of really nice reviews on iTunes. We do. We do. We want to talk about iTunes a little bit, because... Siri, we, we, we've had one episode, and we have so many reviews and, and ratings. Holy cow, yeah. you guys. That's, you, you're all amazing. And if you're listening, if you're in the chat, or if you're you know listening afterwards, it really super helps us if you go on iTunes, and you subscribe to our fun little podcast, mm-hmm. and you rate us, hopefully five stars, because you <laughs> love us, right? We're all unique little pearls. That's what everyone's doing right now. And literally everyone <laughs> has done five-star ratings. I cannot express how much we love you yeah. guys. And leaving reviews also really helps mm-hmm. because 
we're going on hiatus, you guys. The yeah. show's on hiatus, so we're going to be on hiatus, and we have absolutely no idea for how long, yeah. because we don't know how long the show... It, it's this great little limbo that we're all in right now. It's just super fun. So, when you leave your ratings and your reviews, you are essentially telling our producers, hey, we really super like this podcast, yeah. so when the show comes back on, the podcast should come back on, too. And that helps us get back on the air, remain mm -hmm. on the air, all that fun stuff. So in the same way that you support the show, it would really help if you would support us and leave some wonderful reviews. And when you do, you get shout-outs on the show. Yeah, <laughs> so thanks to at one by me one so firus uh r t s t s i m uh webster zero one zero five and m zero nine four for all of your your lovely lovely uh itunes reviews uh actually uh sophiris or sophiris i'm sorry uh, Sophia, if I'm saying your iTunes name wrong, uh, also does, does is a co-host of the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe podcast and is thrilled to see that AfterBuzz is doing a Steven Universe podcast. Uh, we're thrilled that you're doing Steven Universe podcast. Not enough people are talking about Steven Universe. It's amazing. So Everyone should do podcasts. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, we have Rosmus asking us, why can't you do an after show for a few episodes each then? We kind of have, but going yeah. back into the archives is not something we usually do for an ongoing show. Yeah. And even though we're going into hiatus, it is still an ongoing show. Yes, it is. And that just gets really confusing for iTunes uploads yeah, and we start all that jumping around. Stuff. Yeah. It's like, latest episode, suddenly, let's go back to episode one and talk about Cookie Cat. <laughs> he came from another planet. It's just really confusing for listeners. Yeah. But can we talk about Cookie Cat? <laughs> <laughs> Just can we point out the parallels to the crystal gems? Yeah. Let's, do that. <laughs> Let's look at that opening theme and go, that's really cute. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Let's do that. Yes. So, yeah, those are our lovely iTunes reviews. We love you all. Thank you for doing that. Yes. And do you guys have any predictions going forward? Hmm. And now, you're after Buzz. I have to I wait love for the that light, show. light show. <laughs> it's just so much fun. I had jazz hands with it. You just you have to. Yeah, <laughs> just feels good. Predictions. Well, I think at some point down the line, Peridot and Garnet are going to have to come to an understanding. Yeah. Um, I think that there's going to be trouble right here in Beach City. Uh, a capital T, and that rhymes with C, and that stands for cluster. Hey. <laughs> hey. And I think that we're going to get a lot more emotional baggage and terribleness associated with the Homeworld. So, must be Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. I think Homeworld is just going to sound more and more like L.A. the more we get information about it. Like <laughs> hanging out in the wrong part of L.A. <laughs> I found some good people yeah. here. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be There's like Blade Runner L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Who needs emotions? Yeah. We have the military. Yep. Yep. Just animated Blade Runner. It could happen. So, mm, well, actually, I think that was a thing. They made an anime. <laughs> Yeah, a Blade Runner. Yeah. I, I think so. You guys, there's an anime of pretty much yeah. everything, and yeah, everything but the that there's an anime is so shoujo. Yeah, it's and hilarious. everything that there's an anime of, there's also like a musical of. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and make yeah. it sparkly, and then it's yes. Steven Universe. So oh, pretty much, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I need more songs. That's what I need. I need more. Yes. Songs we do need more songs. It's been a little bit. Because uh, Do It for Her was so good. Again, talking about the, oh, I needed those mm -hmm. feelings. Yep. Um, I, I think just, we're going to get Malachite back, and I yeah, think that's going think to so be too. more mid-season than season finale, because we've laid the groundwork yeah. for that already. Yeah, I agree, yeah. And I'd like to see Lapis again. That might, I'm wondering if that might not be an option. I don't know. Because we had that wonderful foreshadowing in Chilatid with the... Uh, Right. That doesn't bode well. And given what Garnet has said about that fusion, that it's not stable, that they're yeah. going to lose themselves and be nothing but rage. Yeah. It's like, that's not helpful. No, it's not. That's that's 20,000 leagues under the sea coming yeah. straight for you. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're gonna have that. We're gonna have. I'm. I'm waiting for Marty to come back. To be honest, mm-hmm. because I keep looking at the title "Drop Beat Dad" and going, "That <laughs> I want it. It's gonna be awful, and I want it." Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the cluster is going to activate, not yeah, fully, but I think we're gonna be down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Because yeah. I'm that person. <laughs> I was like, let's make it horrible before it gets any better. Yeah, and then let's deal with the aftermath because we're Steven Universe and we actually take the time to do it. Yep, yep. All right, you guys have any final thoughts before we uh, swing into an unfortunate hiatus? <sighs> oh. Uh, no, I don't. I'm just so sad. Keep talking to us until it comes back. Yeah, use the hashtag ABTVSU. Feel free to tweet straight at us. We love, love, love talking with you guys. And on that note, Alana, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, A L A N A. I know it's spelled like Alana. It's a whole thing. And on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And you can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife. That is my name, Emma Fife, E M M A F Y F F E. That is all F's as in Fred. If you are listening, there are no S's as in Snake. They tend to sound the same on the phone or when they are recorded into a microphone. You can see me on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzzTV.com, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, Star Wars Rebels. There's a bunch of them. I tweet about them. I also do a Sailor Moon podcast outside of After Buzz. So if you guys like Sailor Moon, you should totally look it up. It's called Love and Justice. It's great. <laughs> and I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Feel free to add me. And I kind of live at the studio, guys. I'm here forever. Uh, we're doing Arrow tonight. It's a different time, different time of the week. We do Star Wars Rebels. I'm on Blindspot and Z Nation and just everything, you guys. Watch our other shows. They are wonderful. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you after the hiatus. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. That's your buzz. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 